provable action in other cases too. The Money Show. The Markets. What a dreadful, dreadful day it has been on markets. The All Share Index down 3.5%, 2,670 points to 72,164. But it's not. Uh, no market is an island. No, it's not. Uh, no market is an island. Uh, we've seen very, very sharp sell-offs across the rest of the globe as well. Um, across London, 2.5% down. Germany and Paris each down more than 3.5% after a mixed day in Asia this morning. And U.S. markets also are trading quite a lot lower. The Dow is off nearly 2%. The S&P 500 down 25 And the Nasdaq, which has had an almighty blistering walloping uh, since it reached a peak in... November 21st, if memory serves. Um, it's down about 13, 14% from those heavy heights. On the JSE today, we lost 3.5%, 2,670 points, and it was across the board. Merrill Pick is a portfolio manager at the Old Mutual Investment Group on the line to us from Cape Town this evening. And there, was, there were a couple of places to hide, but uh, the rocks were hot and there wasn't too much shade to hide from. It was a bit like the heat wave in Cape Town over the last couple of days, Merrill. <laughs> Good evening, Bruce, and good evening to your listeners. Yes, a painful day um, on the JSE today, but as you pointed out, we were not alone um, and not singled out in the punishment. Um, really only a few spots of green, mostly in your defenses and um, staples. So BTI, for example, up 2%, Rhodes Foods Group up 5 you know, Click, Diskin um, held its own. So... Um, and the hospital groups and Anheuser Bush, for example, not punished as severely. There's definitely a day where anything um, remotely cyclical, anything remotely um, expensive, and perhaps considered a riskier assets, punished. Um, Absolutely. We are, um, yeah. Pun- punished, pulverized, and uh, punctured. Um, <laughs> the share price of Richemont massively elevated over the last 12 months. Really one of the stellar performers mm-hmm. on the JSE. Um, and and, and the, the commodity shares falling. And there's no real new news. Yes, there are more soldiers on the border with Ukraine today than there were last week. But they were going to be there today. We knew this. Um, it's, what, what has caused the sudden run, running for the exit? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's difficult to say what the one straw is that breaks um, the camel's back. There certainly is growing political uncertainty with the Russia-Ukraine situation. Later in the week, we've got the Federal um, Monetary Committee meeting, Federal Reserve Monetary Committee meeting. Um, you know, markets are banking on interest rates going up quite steeply in 2022, um, and then. You know, that has a knock-on effect on equities in, in several ways. Directly, uh, as you can imagine, as a consumer, interest rates go up, so does your interest payments. The same goes for companies, um, particularly ones with perhaps a bit of leverage on their balance sheets. That has crept in over the course of the years with interest rates being so low. But secondly, it just impacts valuations across the board. Um, you mentioned the NASDAQ, particularly for companies with long-dated cash flows, um, when those cash flows are valued over time and interest rates go up, the cost of capital effectively goes up, valuations come down. So I think this is what we're seeing where anything where um, shares have been, um, where prices have been bid up over the last year and a half to two years, 
it doesn't take much to spook the market. As you say, there's no new news on um, Richmond. There's no new news on commodities. And yet, on a day like today, just a, a little skittishness in the market. And um, we see any, any, I think, anything that shakes the market's confidence in growth um, from here. Because growth really has to continue coming through to support some of the valuations. Unlike, say, British American Tobacco, where valuation is quite Undemanding, there's a 7% dividend yield. Um, it goes through periods of being unloved. The last year and a half has been some such period. And we see the share up today on a day when Richmond is down 5%. Mm. Clicks is the latest retailer and uh, to come out with quite solid trading updates. There have been a number yeah. of them. The Fushini Group stood out uh, as a really good performer. The South African business of Woolies did well. And there have been quite a few good trading updates. Yes, some some of the retailers have come out, some doing better than others. I think, you know, Clicks was out today. We've seen, once again, very solid sales um, uh, performance, double digits. Um, they've obviously benefited a lot from footfall as a result of COVID vaccination program, for example. Um, you know, people just coming into the store, being drawn into the store all the way through. I don't know if you've had a vaccination at Kicks, you've got to walk past a lot of shelves to get to that. Yeah. Um, and, and then um, you, need a, you need a chocolate to console yourself afterwards <laughs> or reward yourself. Um, and, yeah. and then you need diabetes medicine after that. So, I mean, they've got the yeah. whole value chain yeah. sorted. Yeah, but there's also been um, obviously an over-indexing of cold and flu medication at this time. But, you know, clicks, you can you can say they've been a COVID beneficiary, but really their business model has been um, solidly delivering growth for a long time. You mentioned TFG also came, uh, printed sales uh, quarter four very strong, seems to have gained market share. Not all retailers made equal. You know, Truers, for example, at the bottom of the pile seems to be losing market share. So I think... The, the point is, compared to, let's say, March 2020, where almost every South African cyclical share had fallen in a heap, I think from here on, um, shares have re-rated, some earnings have started to come through. Um, investors need to be a lot more selective as to who is going to be the winner um, in, each, in each sector. Some of the easy money has been made, you see, on a day like today. We most certainly did, um, and uh, there wasn't much easy money to be made, but some money did get made. Um, what's also fairly alarming, um, and it's the, the collapse in commodity prices, which has been quite, uh, I say collapse, um, quite a sharp pullback in commodity prices. Um, particularly, you know, the platinum price went through $1,000 last week, and mm. nothing could stop it, and it's pulled back a bit. The oil price has softened a little. Um, the gold price is, is off its recent highs. Those commodity prices are, you know, there's still strong demand for many of the commodities we produce coming out of somewhere like China. Does everything depend on whether or not the Chinese can sort of refloat their economy with the interest rate cuts that they seem to be thinking about quite aggressively right now? That certainly is a key driver. I mean, we know that China is the largest consumer of most of the world's commodities. Um, I think, once again, it comes back down to growth. Um, so the one driver of real physical demand um, is growth. And anything that poses a threat to growth or conversely a support to growth, like China stimulating, um, affects the actual physical demand and supply of commodities. But secondary to that is also the speculative market. You know, I saw a chart um, earlier today showing that the copper price relative to the NASDAQ, you know, that, that the 
that just buying copper as a metal looks like a far better investment than buying the NASDAQ. Um, so there's also a lot of speculative money that has flown into some of these commodities. And with um, the rising possibility of the Fed raising rates, that just withdraws some of that liquidity out of markets that has been flowing into, let's say, speculative mm. commodity trading. Yeah, and that uh, certainly seems to have been what has happened on the day today. Our market commentator this evening, Meryl Pick. Meryl is a portfolio manager with the Old Mutual Investment Group, and she is based in Cape Town. Coming up after Eyewitness News, we're going to touch base and uh, learn why the gap between profit.